What a roller coaster of a match week. It started with a botched free money alert, ended with a nine unit winner, and somehow we're both down more than 20 units on the season. <laughs> <laughs> Let that sink in. We'll cover all those twists and turns and more on this week's episode of Hammer the Over. Let's go. A lot of matches. Not, 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 not that much money. I mean, really, Fulham really saved us, Shay. Saved you. Oh, yeah. Saved me big time. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of opportunities. You know, I feel like we got a – you know how in baseball they've been uh, – they've been, like, juicing the uh, – they've been juicing the baseballs? Mm-hmm. Like, so that way more of them go out? Yeah, I feel like they got to They got to like someone's got to like Boris, whoever's in charge over there, has got to do something about this over situation. Yes, hundred percent. It's like I'm no statistician, but from the eye test, this is an historic amount of unders on this season. It's crazy. The so over over the weekend, it's only it's only the Spurs, Spurs Palace, Brian Lester. And that's it. Those are the only games that went over. That went over. Those are the only ones that hit it over. Wow, how, that's so sad. You're right. Happen? Yeah, it's this is. So do they sad. know that our podcast is called Hammer the Over? It's so sad. WTF, mate? I guess in an alternate reality, you know, in qu- in the quantum reality, there's a Hammer the Under pod, and the- <laughs> <That was laughs> and they're just rolling in it. <laughs> It's just like it's unreal, dude, and it's and it's a lot of hot. The thing is, is, it just felt like there was a ton of chances, and no one's really was putting anything in. It's just a very, very frustrating weekend from a gambling perspective, in my opinion. I don't know. It's it just like it felt. It felt like every goal this weekend on Sunday, like when a goal was, was scored, you were like, "Oh, the game's now over." Because you were yeah. like, that was the vibe of the weekend. Of the weekend. Yeah, it's just a, a 1-0 is an insurmountable score. Yes, that's right. Because you were like, because you just watched and the fresh, you know, what's in your head is totality. You know, you're like, <laughs> this is like Thanos level, like, this is, yep. you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, just frustrating. But, uh yeah, let's uh let's run through it. Uh, I think the let's start in the midday uh the midday matches first. You know what's ironic though is that we'll start with the I want to start with the Liverpool matches both times. Uh, Liverpool zero, Chelsea one. I guess now in hindsight, it's like that was a big harbinger of what was gonna of what was to come. What was yeah, to come? I mean you you had. You had Liverpool money line here, right? Yeah. And I mean, I almost, I almost jumped in on the back of that because I've just become. Well, number one, I hate that 
Tuchel, Tuchel doesn't play Pulisic, but I also just am sticking by my guns of my midseason. Chelsea's finishing outside of the top 10 and yep. stubbornly sticking with that take. So I don't know. And there's something about them that rubs me the wrong way. But yeah, this was not what I thought was going to happen. The wheels are truly coming off. Or they were about to come off. Yeah. The, I, I, you know what's crazy? And I guess... I guess we don't have to stick straight to the match by match format. We can jump around a little bit. Um, I'm still not buying any Chelsea stock, even though they're just like hammering me in the face with like just being good and not letting any goals in. Yeah. Yeah. I think there, I feel the same way and it, but it also feels like I'm at the point of Chelsea just keeps beating me in the face with my own hands and it's just like stop hitting yourself stop hitting yourself I know. so, so there's part of me that's like i gotta snap too and get wise to this but there's another part of me where i'm just like nah you're still you're still a pretender well like the thing is is it's like is it's like the midweek really was a good precursor for showing us that everton might be entering a dry spell because they only beat west brom 1-0 and the XG was 1.4 versus 1. So you're like, okay, well, West Brom looked dangerous against Everton. Like, even if you are selling Chelsea stock, you got to have alarm bells. We should have had mm. alarm bells like going on and be like, man, maybe Everton is bad now. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's Charles, funny that they just. If, if we're Go ahead. We're going to say about like, Richardson. If Richardson doesn't like, you know, yank them out, it's like, it, that's it. Yeah. Yep. Which seems to be a common theme for them these days. Yeah. Which I guess is. I guess it's better to have Richardson than not to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with that statement. But yeah, uh, frustrating result there. Um, jumping to uh, uh, Fulham's first match. I I personally thought you guys played well against Spurs. I thought we did too. It was just, I think we were a little shell-shocked at the beginning. And of yep. course, Mourinho picks this game to add Delhi to the lineup. Mm-hmm. And of course, he generates a goal. I mean, even though it was ultimately credited as an, an own goal by Tosin, it was all Delhi. Mm-hmm. And it was... It was frustrating to see because for the exact reason we were just talking about, 1-0 just felt insurmountable. It was like, once it was 1-0, I was just like, we're not, we're not coming back from this. I know. I, I thought you guys needed the point there, like 0-0. I know. It, it would have had to be 0-0 for us to get a point. Yeah. And then, of course, what he had, he ended up sitting Delhi against... Palace too, didn't he? Makes no just looking sense. at the lineups again. Yeah, what the fuck? So of course the one game who's <laughs> playing Fulham put Delhi in for like the second time this season. Fuck me. Anyway, no one cares about that Fulham game. No one cares. Whatever. About it. Um, yeah. I guess let's jump to the fun Fulham game. Talk your shit. Hell yeah, let's jump to that. Yeah, dude. I mean, I didn't think I would ever be lucky enough to not only have my team pull off a huge upset, but also be betting on that huge upset at the same time. So that was a big, 
nine or plus nine thirty winner and also had the plus one and a half goals, both hit. I will say, after Lamina absolutely manhandled Salah and got the goal, the subsequent about hour worth of game time was the most stressful hour in my life. I was watching probably 80% of that standing up, mm-hmm. probably six inches from the television screen yeah. the entire time. And effectively coaching, I was Scott Parker. I was coaching the team from my living room. Um, Can we talk about? Okay, so now that we're so now that you broached the Scott Parker, the quadruple, the quadruple layer. (laughs) He looked like he looked like the sexy Michelin man. He was just wearing like a jacket that was also. A winter jacket, but that was also a suit, and there was like a, a vest or something underneath. It was like I don't know what look he was going for, but so I was kind awkward. of into it. <laughs> he looked so awkward, like walking. <laughs> it was like a duck. <laughs> Dude, whatever, whatever it was, whatever jacket was, uh, the the outer layer buttons were yelling, yelling. Like yeah, to contain the, the the first three layers. And, you know, Scott <laughs> yes. Parker's a fit guy. You know, I'm not saying he's a he's a fat yeah. guy. I'm saying that like, hey, that's how many that's how many layers he was rocking. Yeah, exactly. It was weird. It was weird. I was like, it can't be that cold. Yeah, but, but I feel like it's definitely a look that you gotta save if you're Scott Parker. You know, if we were in happier times, you gotta. You got to believe that if Fulham stay up this season, that next season, the fans, you know, you guys, that's got to like multiple layers has to be like the unofficial. You have to demand that anthem. Yep. Of the, of the yep. For sure. Just so preposterous. I loved it. Um, uh, do you I would say two more, two more notes on that game before we move okay. on. One is. Ariola had a couple monster saves in this game, which saved us. And he has been a beast this entire year. The other thing was that Anderson was ridiculous in the back. And I think even if we stay up, some bigger club's going to pay a pretty penny for him. I know he's been the captain for us pretty much every game this season, or most of the games this season, once we've figured out like what our regular lineup is. But I feel like some club is going to give... Tony Khan, a godfather offer for him, even though I know he loves him. And he's Danish, right? Yeah. He's, I think he, he, I believe is on loan with an option to sign. So I imagine it would be a sort of like sign and sign and trade kind of deal. On loan for uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so if we stay up, I imagine they're going to sign him. But then I could see them flipping him right around for big money. I wouldn't want it, but this is just, you know, observations. Yeah. Uh, okay. The uh, the other games from uh, from Wednesday, the biggest shocker, shocker result on Wednesday, I know a lot of people are going to say uh, Sheffield – Sheffield Villa or Palace United. Now, obviously, the knowledge that United beat City. 
but Burnley won, Leicester won. What the fuck? Like, the fuck I, was that? I couldn't, I couldn't process that. I could not process that. And we both had two units on that. And it was supposed to be the don't overthink it play of the week. But I think what happened is that Lester overthought it themselves and fucked us in the process. It, and it's not like, and like the, it's not like Lester created all these opportunities either. It's just mm. incredibly frustrating, incredibly frustrating. And then fucking Sheffield beat Villa. Like what the hell? Like what, what was happening that week? I, I know Grealish wasn't playing, but it's just like, uh, yeah, that, that free money alert blew right up in my face. And it was even even after there's that weird as fuck VAR review situation where Jagielka got sent off in like the 56th minute or something. I think it was 56th or 7th minute. And Villa still couldn't do anything about it. Like, I thought at that point, it's just like, all right, here we go. Ollie Watkins going to put two in. They're going to go up 2-1. All is not lost. But I don't know. It's just been that kind of season. I know. Um, the Fog Bowl, uh, Palace zero, United zero. Um, at this point, I honestly, I thought it was going to be like United zero, City eight. I thought City were going to put. <laughs> yeah, I right. So bad in this game. So right? bad. It was just like a tale of two teams. I mean, and, and now looking back, retrospectively it's like i guess we just don't put that much stock into this result against palace because yeah the real united is the one who beat city or is this the real united who played palace to a draw who knows the united so let's just jump to the city united match then while we're on the topic of united i mean that first minute that's exactly if you're gonna beat the the if you're gonna beat the juggernaut that's exactly how you want to start right yeah with a ridiculously dumb like completely unnecessary tackle by jesus which was like watching the replay made it even more clear how boneheaded it was when he was like behind him with four other defenders in front of the player and he chose to make that tackle but yeah that's if you're united that's how you need to win a game against city to start off like that yeah, the I did think City missed a bunch of uh, a couple of chances, and I thought the Shaw goal was a bit lucky, but still, yeah, I mean, like that's what you I mean. Do. If you had Luke Shaw scoring and United winning two zero on your bingo card, you're not a real person because no one had that. <laughs> so before the game, my buddy literally texted me, like, "I just don't want to get embarrassed." That. <laughs> Because I think everyone watched the Palace match and was like, oh my god, like, it's obvious what's, what's about to happen. Yeah, yep, which is what everyone thought. Yeah. Um, okay, the... Uh, uh, talk about West Brom Everton, Fulham. Okay, so we're done with the midweeks. All right, so now it's really time to hit the weekend, so I guess it's time to talk about Burnley Arsenal. <laughs> the <laughs> um, antidote. They got you. The antidote, man. So the XG was the same as when Spurs beat Burnley 4-1. But instead, with <laughs> Arsenal, it was 1-1. What a take. What a take. Incredible. I Okay, so 
I remember when they signed Jaka, I was like, oh my God, this guy is the man. Like, look at how he hits the ball. He's going to be a lifer. This is per Opta. He's had eight errors since 2017 that led to, uh, uh, that directly led to goals, which is the most of any player in the Premier League. That feels like a lot. And, like, there's spells where he's, like, not even an everyday starter, too. Eight goals? The goal differential of eight goals in a season is, like, the difference between, like, Champs League and 12th place. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) Like, you know, like, like all of these, like, super advanced stats, like, uh, like, contribution percentage to winning, you know... All this garbage. It's so bad. It's so bad. That's so that's, yeah, that's miserable. Captain. And not only do we have this fucking idiot, we also have Louise in the back. And it's just like this fucking comedy of errors. And then the thing is, is that like when they, when he starts both of them, then it's like, and then you're surprised. And then you're surprised that like, oh my God, like, and every time he does this, he always like posts to Instagram like I'm sorry I've left the team down blah 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 blah. <laughs> letting the team down a lot, like a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like eight. He's just his social media team just has that post scheduled to go after it's every crazy, game. Man, it's crazy. The the wildest thing. So I remember in high school, you know, when I was on the team and we'd let up a goal, you know, the coach would always be like. Well, it's not the last man's fault. It's a you know, it's a cas it's a cascade of failures. You know what I mean? Before the ball even got there, there were so mm. many failures before that happened. So rarely in soccer is they're like, Nope, it was this fucking guy's fault. And I I still can't believe eight fucking goals. <laughs> eight goals? <laughs> like that's incredible. Yeah, there's no there's no cascade here. Just uh Fucking they, like, literally lone like, bad actor numbers, and it's it's him. <laughs> Your problem, and I can't believe that he's like he's like flirts with the captaincy from time to time. It's crazy. It's it's crazy that like it's also crazy that he hasn't like requested a change either. Like I would think that like you and I'm not saying he's bad. You know what I mean? I think when he plays on Switzerland. That's his happy place. Different mm. player. Different player. In the mm-hmm. World Cup 2018, different player. Mm. Mm. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's eight, eight goals, Shay. Eight goals. So anyway, <laughs> that's, that's my biggest thing. Like, I understand, like, all the – it's just that it's crazy that Burnley scored. They literally – the worst chances, it's – Blows my mind. It blew my mind. The way to they lost that game was incredible. Anyways, so um, we'll go to the weekend and talk about how the next matchup. But that I couldn't believe it. I like <laughs> at the time seeing it, I was like, oh man, like whatever. Like they said, like they're punishing Burnley. It's not going to matter. And then like at the end, and then you rewatch the highlight, and you're just, and then this I saw that Opta tweet, and I was like, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I'm done. 
<laughs> End rant. End rant. Uh, Sheffield zero, Southampton two. Happy for Southampton finally getting off the schneid. Yeah, that was. I think we talked last episode about how they hadn't won in nine games in the Premier League. Um, I mean, you can't be you can be happy, but you can't be that happy because you also had the over here, which was a bummer. I know. But. I couldn't believe they didn't let one in. They, uh, I believe, what's the status with Ings? Is he injured? Injured or is he fake injured? I think he's fake injured. Yeah, because like, he's just been like he's just had like a nagging thing the entire season, uh, so like, I, okay. yeah, because he didn't play at all in this game, but I, I bet he'll be back for the next one. Okay, um, Villa zero. Oh, no, wait, no, he did play. He did play in this one. No, I think he got injured. Yeah, yeah, he played and then got injured. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So we'll see. Um, Villa zero, Wolves zero. Um, makes sense. I think we now know that Villa, Law of Wolves, Villa is not gonna, not gonna challenge, right? Yeah, I think that Villa minus Grealish equals a middling team. So apply Sasha's Law of Wolves, you get a draw. Yeah, that I mean, place. Now they're, that place. I mean, now they're like very. You know they're. I mean they're behind Liverpool now. They still have two games in hand, but I don't know. It's it's hard. They're ten points behind Chelsea for fourth place. I think it's over. I think you can't you can't lose to you can't lose to Sheffield and then draw Wolves. You have to you have to yeah. get at least four points there. Yeah, especially when you know they still have. Spurs, Liverpool, City, United, Everton, Spurs again, and Chelsea left on their schedule. Yeah, that's a brutal. That's a brutal schedule. Yeah. Um, Brighton one, Leicester two. This was a don't overthink a game. This was redemption, this was, baby. This is how I thought the Burnley game was going to go. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. I mean, thankfully, we both also had two units on this, so this was our, our Leicester redemption for, for the yeah. weekend. Um, uh, and then Sunday Sunday matchups, West Brom, Newcastle. Uh, so no 0-0. Zero, zero. I watched part of this game. I thought West Brom was the better team. It looks like the XG does agree with me. 1.4 versus 0.44 Newcastle. Uh, that's really bad if you can only generate 0.4 XG against West Brom. Right. I mean, that it, it made me sad because with had West Brom won this, we Fulham would be out of the relegation zone. Yeah. Because they would be beating Newcastle on GD. But that game was encouraging because Newcastle looked like absolute trash. And I feel like knock on wood, it's only a matter of time. Well, Hey man, Lester, Lester really did the number for you guys. Now Brighton's with Brighton's within striking distance too. Yeah. So, we're, we're level on points with Brighton. Yeah. There's a lot of people. It's, it's getting a little crowded. So you never know. Never know. Um, uh, and then finally the last game of uh, the last Sunday game, Spurs for Palace one. I mean, Bale's back. It's 
amazing. Uh, Dell's back. Mourinho, if you're listening, we know that you are. Uh, don't play Delhi against Fulham ever again. I fucking hate you. But also, you're welcome for unlocking Gareth Bale for you. Yeah, I mean, I think... So the craziest stat from Opta for this is that Sun and Kane have now assisted one another for 14 Premier League goals. They broke the all-time record, which was held by Alan Shearer and Chris Sutton, of 13 for the 94-95 season. They're still, I think they still have 13 games to play. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that on, on ESPN actually today. Wild. They're unreal. And yet you 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 read that a stat like that and you think about like, you know, their incredible partnership and like, you know, those two have been the engine of Spurs for years anyway. So you would think you hear that stat out of context and you would think that Spurs are in top four, but no, not I don't want to say not even close because they're what five points off, but like not at all. Incredible, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mourinho really get got into and really fucked himself this year. <laughs> I mean, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how the season ends. I mean, they're definitely look the uh, one of the stronger sides that are that are charging for top four. But I mean, holy moly, was this combination just sitting there the entire fucking season, huh? Yeah, right. Took him this long to unlock it. Yeah. Um, last, uh, uh, so we touched on Chelsea Everton. I mean, again, I think the own. I mean, the own goal really fucked uh, Everton. The I think Chelsea. I my thing with Chelsea is so I get that they. Tuchel mania, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I want to kind of go off slightly off the, the gambling tangent. Why is Tuchel not playing Pulisic? Dude, what that's what hell? I was saying. That's what, what I'm saying. Hell? And even more so, it's just a fucking slap in the face to put him in for Timo in the 89th minute. Like, come on. You do that for, like, one of the youngsters or something. You don't do that with a guy that you paid 64 million pounds for. So the other crazy part is that it would be like you could understand it if it was like Mourinho and like Mourinho like doesn't like, you know, young guys or whatever. Americans. Yeah. (laughs) Tuchel literally played Pulisic at 16 at Dortmund, like against Bayern fucking Munich. And now he yeah. won't play him against Everton? I don't get it. And it's not like, I mean, who's, you're telling me that he's not better than who? Alonzo? Or even Hudson-Odoi right now? Like, come on, you could stick him somewhere in this lineup. How does Kovacic start over over him? I yeah. don't understand Yeah, that. Kovacic too. Yeah, like what? Like, I don't know. I know. I know. Havertz was like the one that produced the goal, but he's been so bad. He's been so bad. He's been so bad. How does he not like Pulisic? Must be having the worst practices. It's almost yeah. be better if like 
if Tuchel came out and was like, no, he practiced in like shit. Like he looks terrible. And like, you guys aren't seeing it. Like, yeah. Yeah. That would actually be a little more comforting. I would love it. If he, if they sold him to Lester. Oh my God. Yes. Like somebody like sells them to Lester or to wolves. Like a, yeah. like, you know, like a, a smash it in team. You know what I mean? Yes. Give me uh, that. I want that. Like he needs like a, he needs some Lingard energy. You know what I mean? I like was that literally place. just, I was just going to say that because that's the, the last game too, yeah. is like, let's, he let's would just, he needs a Lingard-esque move and I guarantee it would be the same results. I mean, he's, Lingard's on fucking fire since moving to West Ham. Four and six, four and six. He's, uh, he's insane. And he also generated that, penalty which the weirdly then Declan Rice was like no nah, I'm taking this dude even though it was Declan Rice's like first penalty of the season so I would say I'm gonna give Lingard five five and six because that penalty should have been his a few games ago you know what I don't get I don't get how in the EPL and these guys have monstrous contracts how they don't let the guy that earned the penalty take the penalty yeah like, you would imagine that all of them would be like snipers at penalties. Because, okay, so even, you know, uh, fucking Ben Godfrey on Everton was, I'm sure, the best ever on his youth squads. And I'm sure he was taking the penalties. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, how do you not... And nothing's changed. It's still one on one with the goalie from the same distance. <laughs> and it's your striker. It's not like it's not like it's not like you have like the guy with two hooves that yeah the penalty. And it's, it's like, weird. And it's like and the other crazy part is that like I don't understand how from a contract perspective Lingard is not like okay well if I'm a ten goals a season striker. Um, uh, you know, I make, you know, 3 million more pounds. Like, it's really important for me to, like, yeah. demonstrate this, right? Yeah, for Declan Ranks, that shit doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, it's like, yeah. Anyways, so uh, I think the Hammers are, are good, man. I mean, they had a couple of, I think this is the game that I felt most robbed, not, not just because it was over dads, but because mm-hmm. the... There's like two clears off the goal line, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Just like, oh. I mean, Leeds are still the most fun losers. Like, oh my god, it's yeah. Like, that's another Pulisic team. If Pulisic went to Leeds, oh, oh my god, that give me be, that. Oh, I would Oof. love that. I'm just getting hot thinking about it. <laughs> and I'm getting hot, and the heater's not on. All right. Uh, <laughs> In terms of the table, uh, nothing surprising at the very tippy top. The six through nine, six through, hold on, four through seven is interesting, I think. Chelsea, West Ham, Everton, Spurs. I think that's where I'm drawing the line. I'm pronouncing Liverpool dead. Oh, oh, wow. I think they're dead, dude. I think you can't look so bad. They look so bad. (laughs) They are seven points adrift of the top four right now and with no signs of life. Meanwhile, West Ham and... And also, West Ham, Everton, Spurs also 
all have a game in hand on Liverpool and the entire top four as well. Amazing. Um, so you might be right. Liverpool might be dead. Dude, the thing is, is that like my eyes, that first half, like no offense to Fulham, but you guys looked like like that should have been two zero three zero. Like the look yeah, of chance. We looked like Maja we looked like the yep the Maja chance. Oh my sweet sweet prince, I thought he had that. But yeah, Lookman kind of like ran out of ideas at the end of his run there. Yeah, <laughs> he should have cut it one more time. But yeah, mm. it's just like it like I don't know. It's it's just bizarre. Um, at the bottom now, Newcastle, Brighton, and Fulham are all at the bottom now. Uh, I don't think Burnley's. I think there's a higher probability that Southampton joins you guys and Palace like just continues to be just got. I know like the magic number is like what like 37 or 38. Palace at yeah. 34, but they look so bad, so bad. <laughs> yeah, like, it's possible. Like it's not out of the question that they don't get the four points they need to stay up. I don't know. Up, yeah, they they just look terrible. It's gonna be interesting down the stretch. Yeah. All right. Cool. So that was the. I think did we hit everything, Shai? We hit it all. Proud of you. Love that. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's take a quick break and uh, jump into the week. Let's do it. All right. Well, welcome back. Uh, busy, busy, busy match week 28. That's what I'm calling it. I know some are on 27, some <laughs> yeah, 20, 27 and a half, 28 ish. Um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to start with the, uh, the most interesting game in my opinion. And in my opinion, the game of the week, Spurs at Gunners. A little North London Derby. I'm taking, I don't know which team to, I have no idea which team to take here. Um, I thought that Arsenal, again, the result was insane. Spurs could not be a hotter team right now. So I found it interesting that Arsenal was favored here. Yeah. I don't understand the whole. I think there's somebody out there who's been making a killing, ignoring uh, home and away. Or like, you know, like somebody did the math and figured this out. Yeah. Because I I, on a neutral field, I don't – I mean, I love Arsenal, but like they should not be favored. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, that's exactly the reason why I'm putting one unit on Spurs plus 180 yeah. money line here. They're on fire right now. They are on fire, and it, it just makes it makes no sense to me. Um, David the, Luiz hasn't gotten a red card in weeks, so he's due. Yep, and I think the <laughs> odds makers are 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 uh, even with that information. Um, the odds makers adjusted the odds. I'm seeing a lot of two and a halfs uh, this week. Um, I'm taking the over two and a half. Spurs oh, interesting. I like that play. The North London Derby is the highest scoring fixture in the history of the APL. It's consistently the most entertaining. 
these two teams did not like each other and never have. I think I think Spurs are the more aggressive ones in this game. I think Bale always fucks Arsenal. I mean, I think Arsenal are better than they showed against Burnley, hopefully. Yeah, but I don't trust them enough to bet plus 135. That's crazy. I If I was not a, gun, a gooner, I would, I would have taken Spurs plus 180 as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand how you can favor the team that's in 10th place in an empty stadium that is literally like three miles from your stadium. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Yeah. So uh, that's my, that's my, that's my uh, that's my favorite play of the week. I'm going to, I mean, I'm obviously going to watch this whole match. Uh, I think it's also incredibly interesting. I think, uh, I, I think if you can get plus odds on Kane scoring or on Kane assisting, I think you should, you got to continue to take that. That's like uh, a fucking treasury bill at this point. 39 he's been involved in 39 goals in 36 games across all competitions this season (laughs) that's just outlandish 39 that's so many that's crazy yeah i is there i mean they're just they're yeah they're playing really really well uh that's why i'm taking the over my first into it um let's see what do i got i speaking of overs and like you said there has been there's a lot of over two and a half on the board this week i'm going back to the well i'm going begging back to our over daddies again leads chelsea over two and a half seems like a sure thing i know i probably just jinxed it right there but i'm getting on that train so i in my notes i had chelsea at leeds uh i just had over i didn't even look at it I I only had over for one unit but now that you told me it's two and a half now I'm going to do two units (laughs) yes that is the reason why people the people listen to this pod why people love this pod shit like that there we go I mean I I literally I was like I had my like the way I prep is I have my fixture list and then I looked at the odds but then like I saw Chelsea leaves and I was like it's like oh easy that's called betting with your balls ladies and gentlemen (laughs) Like I was like I don't even, I don't even need to see the numbers. <laughs> All right, um, the uh, uh, the next game I love is West Ham at United. West Ham plus three sixty. Jesse Lingard revenge game. Yes, I had that exact thing in my notes too. I love this game so much. I just think I mean. Jesse Lingard revenge game, Moy's revenge game, United just beat City, you know, like that's the season for them, you know. Yep. Yep. I the exact, I was like I could totally see United getting blindsided here after relishing that win over City. That would just be a very United thing to do. Yeah. And I and I think the Jesse Lingard revenge effect is is a real thing. I know he must fucking hate them. That's why I'm also I also fucking love the over two and a half here as well. So I'm putting two units on the over two and a half and one unit on West Ham Moneyline. Yeah. 
Um, the uh, what? What do you have on your card? Um, let's see. Can we shock the world again? I got an underdog special for you, boy. Wow. I mean, it's. I will say it's kind of absurd that Fulham was plus nine thirty against Liverpool, who has been had been struggling going into that, and now we're plus eight eighty five against City. So I guess we're good now. But I, 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 it would be remiss of me not to dip a toe in on this. Like, how can I not? This I feel just obligated to do this. So I'm going to do the same play that I did last week. I'm going to do a little Fulham money line plus 885 and Fulham plus one and a half and pray that lightning strikes twice again. I I had, uh, so by the way, how far we've come, the city over is over two and a half now, which is crazy to see. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I still love the, like the over, but this is the hammer, the over pod. Therefore I'm also taking Fulham plus one and a half. See, I like that. I like that. I like where your head's at. Um, okay. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, so my um, my uh, bust out the um, bust out the microscope and really think think this one through. Uh, Isaac Newton Memorial Laws of Gambling uh, Lock of the Week. <laughs> Liverpool at Wolves, plus 280, draw. Oh, my God. Before that's, I that's mean, how, That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what they are. It will be a draw. My brain was in a pretzel thinking about this game on my own before we started talking when I was trying to apply Sasha's Law of Wolves to a broken that's, Liverpool. That's, but now that you're betting on a draw... I feel like that pretzel just got double knotted in my hey, brain. Shay, I, I ran the numbers. <laughs> I ran the calculations. I looked at the moons. I checked Jupiter. That's what they had. You looked at clock sign and tried to see if it was a rising Aquarius. Wow. This sounds very scientific. I just think that, and the way it is, is that, I think Wolves jump out to like an early lead, maybe even 2-0 lead, and then Liverpool Ooh. come back. That's how wow. I see it. Yeah. Interesting. Soothsayer. I love it. Didn't think I was going to see a draw this week, but I'm into it. That's what the numbers, that's what the numbers say. <laughs> I couldn't see it either. Um, let's see. Uh, that was actually all I had on my card for this week because I double dipped in Fulham and double dipped in the uh, West Ham United game. Do you got anything else on your card? Yeah, I had the the uh, Uncle Sam Treasury Bill safety uh, <laughs> uh, lock of the week. Sheffield at Leicester, two units on Leicester minus two hundred. Oh, interesting! Just double your money. You know what I mean? Just or get a unit. You know. You understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel you. Um, all right. Well, what else do we have left then? Um, so, City at Southampton. The over is mm. a flat three. 
I feel like Southampton are going to try to go for it. They usually don't roll over. Um, they kind of have a leak of defense. Uh, I didn't love it, but you're getting a flat three of a game with Southampton in it. And uh, maybe City wants to come back. I don't know. I really think City are stopping to like think about the league. If, I mean, it's really a a back uh, a uh, backwater now for them, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, then Brom at Palace. I didn't. I was like, I'm not watching this game. If Zaha somehow comes back, by the way, where is he? What? 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 It, what's going on there? <laughs> I was th- I was just thinking the same thing. Like I, I, I thought it was like a minor injury and expected him to be back by this point. I, I, so, yeah, I don't really know. I think he, he came on as a sub, though, I think, in the last game. So, who knows? So, if Zaha comes back, I, I think, really think about... Pl- taking palace but yeah it's just it's just crazy to me yeah not a very uh, inspiring match either way um burnley at everton uh i didn't really know i i mean i thought everton looks awful i think burnley got the the result that they wanted um the uh a very everton uh record is that uh, Everton have scored 53 own goals in the Premier League, seven more than any other side in the competition's history. <laughs> that is very Everton. <laughs> That's like 15% more. There's been a lot of teams <laughs> in the Premier League. I mean, this, I, I, my only note on this game is that if this wasn't an overs podcast, I might look at the under two and a half, but that's, you know, that's blasphemous talk on this podcast. Yeah. Um, the game that I might still text you on, on Friday about is Villa at Newcastle because it's the Friday night game. But it's like it's like not a great Friday. I, like someone's got to switch this out because I feel like this is like the like when you start out, you know, you're drinking on the Friday night with a very hearty stout and you're like, oh, come on. Like I, I really wanted, you know, something a little lighter. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And this, especially if Grealish isn't back. It's like, a heavy first drink. I just, I just didn't yeah. know what to do with it. And, like, if this had been last week, I would have just been like, you know, fuck it. Anyway, Newcastle is trash. Even without Grealish, I'd still bet Villa here. But I fell into that trap this past yes. week. And Villa is trash That's without exactly Grealish. What so, yeah. <laughs> it happens, man. Uh, and then the last game is Brighton at Southampton. This was even odds. Uh, I I like Brighton here personally. <laughs> of course you do, because <laughs> Southampton's out. Or uh, sorry, not Southampton. Ings is out, which essentially means Southampton's out, and Southampton <laughs> plays on in midweek, so they're already a little bit tired. I didn't like it enough to put money on it, but yeah, it, it felt like there should be a good angle here somewhere, but my brain's too small to figure it out. And plus, like, I don't want to really cheer for Brighton to win anything because of the relegation scrap. So, plus, I'm already cheering for Wolves draw. 
You can only handle so much self-flagellation for the weekend. Exactly. All right. Uh, I think that's the card. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read off my card and then. Uh, yeah, let's hear it. We're going. All right. Chelsea at Leeds over two and a half, two units. City at Fulham, Fulham plus one and a half, plus one and five. Sheffield at Leicester, minus 200, two units. Spurs at Arsenal, over two and a half. West Ham at United, one unit on West Ham. And then Liverpool at Wolves, plus 280, draw. (laughs) Yes. Um, I've got the Leeds Chelsea over two and a half. I got Fulham money line plus eight eighty five versus City. That's my underdog special for this week. I've got Love Fulham it. plus one and a half against City. I've got Spurs money line in the North London Derby, and then I've also got West Ham money line against United in two units on United West Ham over two and a half. Love it. I still can't believe. Jaka, eight eight errors. It's <laughs> so crazy. True, a true hero. Eight Shay, eight goals. All right. Well, I guess is that our message? Is that the last? That's message? our that's our message. That's how we're gonna that's how we're gonna leave the people. Just let that marinate. Let that marinate. And I know actually, well, since Mourinho is listening. He's definitely going to bring that up to Jaka pregame on the field and really get in his head. So go get him. All right. Bye, everybody. See you next week.